Thank you so much for joining Really Specific Stories. Gabby, it's wonderful to have you on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm really excited about it. Thank you so much. It's uh, really great to have you on. Now, first question, you know what's coming. Gabby, how did you first get into podcasts? Uh, okay, so I want to say it was back in 20, 2012. I remember that I had this this job that I that I needed something to listen to or something that I that it was mindless, that I needed to just listen to something that it wasn't just not music because I mean I love music. I cannot live without music, but there's something else. And then I was also getting into the uh, whole iPhone, Apple ecosystem kind of thing. So I was reading a lot of Apple related stuff and came um listening to a bunch of shows from iMore. And it was like uh, iMore and then it was Debug and all, all those shows that were people talking with developers. And that kind of got me into the podcasting world. Like I just wanted to know about the behind the scenes of people making things. And I think that was my first like exposure to listening to podcasts and that kind of stuff. And of course, everything expanded from there. At this time, were you already quite a tech fan or did you become more of a tech fan through listening to these shows? I always been a tech fan, but I wasn't like following very much. Like I wasn't like super involved in, in these things, but having that information available, like that kind of people talking about things, it was very exciting. And it, and it was also about telling a story in the same time that I was, um, getting into podcasting because of technology, I remember at the time, I also was getting back into comic books mm. because it was, it was it was around 2012, 2011 when DC rebooted the whole universe. <laughs> and sorry, now I'm getting into the geeky side of things. And I remember that I was, um, one of my favorite artists is uh, Greg Capullo. He was tweeting about his work and whatnot. And then he tweeted about he how he had this amazing podcast with Kevin Smith that he was doing a uh, Batman. Um, it was a, it was a show. It was, uh, it was fat man or something like that. I cannot remember right now. I think he's still doing the thing, but it's a different concept. But at the time he was interviewing creators like editors or artists and, and Greg Capullo was in the show and he was telling his story, like how he came about, from being a fan to being a, 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 an artist and working for DC and drawing Batman or whatever. And that's what got me into podcasting. It was listening to the stories of how people became what they are nowadays. And still to this day, like, yes, I listen to your regular, like, people talking about technology, what kind of stuff. And that is super in in interesting to me. But if you have a story to tell, that's what grasped me the most. It's like, just that story, how you, you overcame everything that you had, all the struggles in your life and became the person that you are right now or the technologist you are now, the artist, whatever it is. That's really cool. And I'm interested to delve a bit more deeply into what you said about loving comic books and that story element that connects to podcasts as well. When did you start to love comics and what do you enjoy about them? Tell me about your fandom. I always been a fan of comic books and, and 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 that kind of stuff. It's just that 
I think 2011 marked a very specific point because DC rebooted everything and it was like at the perfect time into jumping into things because it was everything new. They were telling stories from the get-go and that kind of stuff. And Fat Man and Batman was the name of the podcast. I'm sorry, I just remembered. And he will have just not just Greg Capullo, he will have a Dandy Dio, he will have Zack Snyder, he will have all these artists and all these people that will tell the story of how they do their things and, and, and their inspiration behind every, every story, every drawing. And, and as a comic book fan, it's a very interesting thing for me to know about and listen to. The same way that in technology, I remember at the time I was listening to a show, for example, like I mentioned before, Debug. I think it was Rene Ritchie and uh, what's his name? Uh, Guy English. And they were interviewing people like uh, one of the creators from Tweetbot, how they made the app and that kind of stuff. And one day I remember listening to, they were uh, interviewing Mar uh, Marco Armit and the, he was talking about how he created Overcast and why he did. And I remember like, listening to that episode and he will say why he made the app and whatnot. And just next thing I know, I'm downloading the app because now there is a story behind it. So, yeah. So you feel motivated to engage with content or products when you have an idea of the person who's behind it or what their story is. That's a motivation for you? Yeah, it is very much. I mean, sometimes I, I like something just because I like it and, and it sounds good and whatever. I read something about it. But if I hear the story behind it and the motivation of the person making it, I mean, it's like OMG.LOL. <laughs> I mean, I discovered that, of course. And then I, I you guys and um, Hemispheric Views interview the guy and, 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 and then I'm like, oh, my goodness. So this is this is just another nerd <laughs> that <laughs> making stuff. And, and it's like you're invested. Mm. Like, it's not just you using something because, oh, someone said that it was cool, blah, blah, blah. No, you 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 hear the story. You hear why it was paid. And I want to invest in this because I know the story behind it. That's what I, f I find about podcasting. It's so fascinating is people telling, telling a story sometimes. It's just, this is why I make things. This is why we draw things. This is why we make this music or that kind of stuff. I hope that makes sense. It makes total sense. And I can really relate to what you're saying because stories give you that context or you feel like you're meeting or knowing people through the content that you're listening to. You said a lot there that I'd like to talk about or follow a bit more. Okay. But I want to go back a little bit earlier to that first part of your answer there when you talked about listening to Marco Armand and discovering the Overcast app. Mm -hmm. That's obviously a big step or change in your listening because that's an app that is now containing all of your shows. You're discovering or subscribing to things through this app. So can you tell me about how things changed for you or some of the things that you started listening to or learning as a result of downloading Overcast? Where did your story go once you downloaded that app? Well, once I downloaded that app, it was, uh, I can't remember which app I was using before that. It was probably part but once I downloaded this, and then of course, besides just downloading the app, there is comes a lot of the uh, community after that. Like you know, the people that use the same app, people that are drawn to the same interest, uh, interesting uh, things, and 
Twitter is a big part of it because, of course, people are like, oh, I'm using this app and I'm listening to these shows. There is like these um, small communities in um, in private chats or iMessage. And I remember like, of course, because I downloaded that app, there was a lot of shows related to that app slash community people doing the same shows like uh, you have your uh, ATP, you have your connected, you have, and I remember discovering all these shows because of after I downloaded the, this app, because at the first, at first I was just listening to maybe some iMore related shows. And, and of course, uh, Kevin Smith and comic book related. But then as you get involved into, into the community, then you find the other shows. And then you find the other topics. And that opened up more listening, more interest. And to this day, a lot of those shows I still listen to. And some of those, of course, interests change and that kind of stuff. But it's interesting how just downloading one app and people talking about the app can get you to other shows or other type of topics that you can listen to. And I always found that interesting. And it's not like the app itself is like the best source for discovery. It's just the people that talk about around it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So you're saying that the app is kind of a shared point and then you discover people through communication linked to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. And you said that there are some shows that you didn't listen to as much anymore. There are some that have continued to this day. What are the shows that have persisted and are still in your feed these days. Technology shows are great, and I love them. I mean, I'm like almost all of us who have a sucker for them. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, they kind of get, okay, they're probably talking about the same thing, even the different shows, same topics. and But the ones that persisted has always been the ones that tell a story. Even if it's a show about not so much like crime shows stuff stuff like that but any show that tells a story about someone in a situation a topic or uh an event that happened like those are usually the shows that that have persisted throughout the years of course i'm a fan of specific shows technology shows or people and of course i will always listen to those because i find a connection if any show that tells just like a story i've always find fascinated by stories sorry i I think at one point in my life i was i actually wanted to be uh, a story teacher or something like that Mm. because i always found like the storytelling very compelling but i will say that those are the shows that persist in my in my feed because it's not just about the same topics over and over it's just something always new like something a new story it's a new take on something, something informative. But then again, uh, as a nerd and <laughs> and a geek, I love my technology shows. It's just that maybe, maybe they're not as many in my feed as I used to have. Maybe they're like, I have my three shows and, and that's it. Three specifically? That's the number? Uh, four. <laughs> If you don't mind my asking, can I can I ask what they are at the moment? Those four that are blessed with uh, the top tech status. Of course, ATP is one of them. I've been listening to that show for so long that I feel like I'm part of the crew in some way. 
the rebound is another one. I don't know why it's it's like I can listen to those guys just talking smack all the time. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Of course, I listen to uh, the talk show. Three of them, right? <laughs> and I think that's it as far as like something that I consider gear technology because I mean, I, of course, I listen to Hemispheric Views, but Hemispheric Views, I don't, I don't consider that like, oh, this is a tech show. It's like three amazing people talking about the interested and, and what they like. And I'm like, sometimes when I listen to that, and, and that's another thing about different podcast shows, like feeling that you are in the conversation, even when you're just listening. Uh, many times I listen when I'm driving and I'm like, I'm out loud, like, saying something that is a part of the conversation of course the host don't know that because <laughs> it's recorded so so that's another good feeling about podcasting it's like sometimes you feel so related to the topic or the people that are talking that you feel like you have your own thoughts about it and i'll be honest like sometimes if the show has a discord channel or something like that sometimes i will pause the show make a comment about that specific thing even if i haven't listened to what's coming next because i i feel like i oh my god i i, I understand why you're saying this and this is what i want to want to say about it this is my my take on it and then i i post it and then i'm like oh yeah they they actually touched on that point too but <laughs> i don't know why i feel like in some shows can get me engaged in such a way that I don't wait to listen five minutes after that. And I just want to say something about it. Okay, that's really interesting. And look, thank you for mentioning, I'm flattered that you bring up hemispheric views. That's really, <laughs> that's really kind. As far as discords go, that's really interesting because people talk about this intimacy that you've spoken about with podcasts, feeling that you're connected to those hosts, but the fact that you are listening, it's going that one way. So discords or similar groups like Slack or other messaging apps, mm -hmm. is that a deciding factor for you when you're listening to shows? Is interactivity with those producers or other listeners in that community really an important feature for you as part of the experience? It isn't, but if it's available, it's even better. Mm -hmm. I have another example. I There used to be this uh, show that I used to listen like every week. It was called a uh, pixelated podcast. It was a video game podcast, and and I and I know these guys, and like I know one of them in person, and it, it was the same. Like every time they will talk about something, and they do have a, a Discord channel, and it was oh my god, I I totally get what you just said in the episode, and they will, and that's another reason why I love Overcast is because you can get a clip of sound of that specific thing that they're saying at that time, and I can clip it, share it, and say I understand what you said here, and it is not something that I wish every podcast I listen to will have, but when it's available. I love that interaction. I love that to let them know, hey, I heard what you said, and this is my take on it, and I want to let you know. But obviously, in a good way, not not every not criticizing or anything like that. It's just like, oh my god, I get you. So that in, involves me a lot in these shows when there is that possibility to reach out and say something. And I think that's why I love what you could say quote-unquote smaller shows because they do have that community available 
for a bigger show, yeah, you have that community, but you have, it's behind a paywall most of them. And and then the you know, your only way to reach out is via Twitter or Mastodon nowadays because Twitter is almost dead, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I totally understand what you're saying there in terms of the community aspect. And I want to pick on this word community a bit because I'm sure there are people out there and it doesn't have to be tech fandom. It can be any kind of online community. People go, oh, community, is that really community? How are people talking to each other? When you use that word community, what can you tell me about the different people you've met online linked to this podcasting interest? Definitely. I would say like I have connected with people because we have a shared interest in the show. I maybe have posted something or tweet something that praising a show and people are like, oh, I love the show too. And and then it turns out that we are all in the same group chat or something like that. And 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 we all like even even in, in, in group chats that I that I am involved with, sometimes they're like, oh my God, I, you need to listen to the show. It's so, so amazing. And and they all like, oh yeah, I've been listening forever. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't say so before. But <laughs> If you know that's you to know, but I find the community, whether it's your personal private chat or or something, people share their passions and people share what they like and their shows that we talk about, their all these things, and that's how I discovered new shows that I never knew they existed. I feel like that way is much better than just open your app and see what's suggested to you. It's, it's that, oh, I listen to the show and this is why I listen to it. And this is why you should listen to it. And then we all, okay, I'll check it out. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is the best show I've ever seen uh, heard in, a, in a while. I think that's what I love about that aspect of the community. But also there's the community that we all sh- listen to the same show. And we all have something to say and we just talk about a topic and then like, oh, what what, what about this or or that? And it creates this discussion and a healthy one, of course, because people, I, I got to say, most of us that are involved in these communities and following these shows, we're all nice people. Well, at least I would like to think that we're all nice people. <laughs> and it's not about just trashing or saying bad things about it. It's just like, just expressing how much we love something or agree with something. And and I will say that sometimes by listening to a show, we bring some topic in the Discord or whatever medium. And it's like we have an issue and people bring ideas or ah, why do you don't go about doing this or that? or and, and I guess even the host of these shows, if they have that kind of community and they have a problem that they discuss in the show, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be someone that knows about it and help. Hey, this is what you can do. To me, that sense of community is so important and so useful, not just for the for the listener, but also the people that are making the show. Because, I mean, you talk some, about something on the show and you, you, you talk about what you know, but then you have your audience that can say, hey, this is something you can do or something they can actually advise about something that you didn't know. When you're talking about the community, you've made me think about what you were saying about being into comic books and no doubt you have other interests as well, other hobbies. Mm -hmm. What has your experience been within the tech community and these different apps centered around these shows that you're talking about versus other connections or communities around different interests online? 
Has there been a different experience for you in the tech community versus others, or is it much the same? It is a little bit about the same. I mean, then again, within the community, we all share one, we all share one interest, but at the same time, we all have a different interest that maybe we don't talk about or present as much. Like for example, for me, it's comic books and that kind of that kind of medium. And every once in a while, I will mention something to quote unquote my community, but at the same time, it's just. To me specifically, it's like an interest that I have that might not be for everyone else in my group. And I just, and it's also good to have your own niche interest. I just not mention it, don't talk too much about it. Currently, I don't have many shows that I listen to as I used to about comic books and that kind of stuff, just simply because. A lot of them have gone away. And also, I've been so, so away from it, which it makes me so sad. As a comic book enthusiast, as I used to be, like I, I don't go to the comic book store every Wednesday when the new ones come out anymore. It's, it's kind of sad, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> so when you do get a chance, what comic books are you reading or trying to maintain? I always being a Batman fan. I mean, Batman, Superman, just because, and it's always interesting because when you're, I, this is what I feel like when you're a kid, you're much of a Superman fan because he can do all this magic, all these things that he can. And then when you grow up, you're more a Batman fan because you realize like he's just a dude and, but he's super smart <laughs> and he's a badass. But, and also like I'm always drawn to, uh, indie creators like uh um what's it? uh image they're, they're usually like uh you you might have big names from dc and marvel but then they will do their own thing as an independent creator under the image logo and i those are also very attractive because they're very specific type of stories that you would not have on a big book or like and I have, there was this show, it's called Pick of the Week. I don't know how they do it, but apparently they get a bunch of comic books every week and they read them and then they talk about them. And I always find that their take very interesting because it was not just about the big two, which is Marvel and DC. It was, you have Image and other independent books. And, and I will discover series of books because of those shows. Because, of course, DC and Marvel, they will have their, you will see them everywhere. They will promote their things and, and that, that kind of stuff. But then these more independent ones, you would not necessarily know unless you're really deep into comic books or listen to shows that talk about not just the big two, but also stuff. And I discovered many books that to this day I may read or I have read many of them and i know they're still going on and i'm like oh my god i'm so behind and i need to get into it one of them is saga it's one that is it's like a i don't know even how to describe it but it's one of those books that is still going and it's been years and every time someone mentions it i'm like oh my god i need to get back into that book because it's so good <laughs> but then again that's my besides technology that's my 
passion. That is something that I, even if I'm not actively reading or looking for these books, I still listen to these shows because they give me an idea where to jump in or what to look forward to. And of course, if there is any spoilers, I might skip this episode because I I really want to get back into the series, but I don't want them to quote-unquote ruin it because they're talking about it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of spoilers either. When it comes to listening to podcasts, whether it's ones related to comic books or technology, uh, you said that sometimes you can't always keep up with comic books. Since you've reduced the number of podcasts that you listen to, particularly with technology, um, have you found it easier to keep up with what's going on and listening week to week or month to month, whatever the schedule is, or do you find it challenging to keep up? No, definitely, because the, one of the reasons that I had to shrink down my the, the shows that I was listening to is because many of them will talk about the same thing over and over. I mean, it will be two different shows talking about the same topic. So it's like, okay, so now at this point I need to which host or which show I feel more attuned to and then okay so this is the people that i like i'm not rolling my eyes every time they're talking for example and it's easy to keep up for example i think in my opinion like the rebound for example there's just three dudes talking about oh yeah they talk about the news on technology what's happening but the way they do it is like i feel like i'm just with them just hanging out they're just not talking and being all this professional, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I like that show, for example. And uh, there are other shows that maybe they will talk about something recent that happened, but it's not super formal. It's just uh, just make fun of it, for example. I find that more interesting that someone that will be super serious about technology and then having their... Um, their opinions about it and, and that is and, and and it's like they're super peaky and, and i don't know i i don't like complaining shows <laughs> you want a bit of positivity yeah no i prefer like oh apple for example just picking apple because like apple did this and it sucks and that's about it move on <laughs> yeah like spending an hour why it sucks <laughs> so you gave a good description of the rebound there. And you mentioned it was three guys talking about technology. You also mentioned Accidental Tech Podcast, which is also three guys talking about technology each week. And you also said earlier in your story that it was, or it has been one of the longest lasting in your podcast feed. It also connects to Overcast in terms of Marco Armand being a co-host and the developer of that app Overcast. What can you tell me about your experience of listening to Accidental Tech Podcast or ATP? And what are some of the things that you get out of that show? ATP, I will say that a lot of the things that they talk about may go over my head, (laughs) to be honest. I love technology and it's a passion to me, but I'm not so savvy as those people are because, as you know, they're very... And and I think what makes me still listen to it is because I don't know how to explain it, but it's 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 like a even if I don't understand exactly what they're talking about, it's there is some charismatic thing to it that I, I, that I like, especially when it comes to if I had to relate to any of them in the show, it would probably be Casey. <laughs> so I feel like he there are many things about the way he expresses and the way he talks and the way that he feels about things that I'm very attuned to the way I am. And also 
they can also get very personal in their shows. And I feel like I've known these guys for years now. Like I remember at one point that Casey was talking about how him and his wife, I think they were having like issues, like having a kid and whatnot. And at the same time, it was when we were having our first kid. And of course, something happened, but and I, and, I, and it was a sense of relationship. Like, oh my god, I get what you're saying about this your personal thing. I get it, and I think that's one of the things that just keep me back to shows. Yeah, there are many things that they talk, and I'm like, I don't care what you're saying about that, <laughs> or I don't understand because I'm not that smart, I guess. <laughs> but it, it's it's just like I've been listening to them for so long that I feel like I'm. I know these people, and it sounds kind of creepy sometimes when you... I know these people that never see me, and they could never know that I listen to them. <laughs> I find super interesting when you can actually interact with the host of the show in some way. Like, it gives you that, oh my god, they see me! <laughs> I'm a fan! Yay! <laughs> That's a good point. It's, it's, it's nice to feel seen or be able to connect to people who you're listening to all the time. And thank you for sharing that personal detail about how you related to Casey. That's maybe not easy to share. Now, you said it's nice when they see you or you reach out to them or try to interact with them. You mentioned things like Discord before, but I'm interested in the case of ATP as a case study within this project. You're listening to them. Mm -hmm. Do you interact with any other elements of their podcast? What other things are you aware of or engaging with, or is it mainly just the show for you? At least for a show like that, it was just a show. And I mean, um, I had reached out eventually uh, at some point in, on Twitter, for example, to any of them, like, oh my God, I listened to this, like you said, and I totally get it. And it would be like a like, or yeah, thank you for listening, that kind of stuff. But at, at the same time, like, there's these people in, that you have in your head that are so high up that you hold high up. I mean, they're just people just like you, but. There, there are these names, and they have these followers. They have separate followers that you feel like, if you can reach out to them and you get at least a like, it's just enough to say they see me. And I get it. They, I mean, these people have so many followers that you can't reply and engage with every single people that they say something to them. But oh, this is kind of a complicated thing <laughs> when I think about it. But every time that I have an interaction with a host from a show, it's like, oh my God, they see me. They know I'm listening. They know I'm invested. And it feels it makes you feel great about the fact that you reach out and you, you got something back. Then um, you keep listening to the show. You keep getting invested because you, you, you feel a connection, if that makes any sense. It makes total sense. And you've really well described that feeling of the community and how you can connect with people and feel seen. When you go beyond the community, what do you share about your fandom, whether it's tech podcasts, whether it's comic books, what do you share with other people in your life? Or is it kind of held within? Of course, my wife will be the first one to hear anything about that I'm excited about. (laughs) And I'm like, I was listening to this podcast and they talk about this and and of course she'll listen and she'll, even if she's not interested, she will pretend she's listening. <laughs> I, I, maybe she's really listening and I just saying that she pretends. So, and, 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 and with work too, like my coworkers, like, ah, I've been listening to this podcast and they're talking about this and they, they all get it like, oh, what, what? They said this or whatever. And 
maybe not be in the tech side of the podcast. It will be something else that I'm listening to at the time. But it's, I, I always feel like I need to share my excitement about like they say this thing in, in this show I need to share with someone and it's funny because sometimes I will share something with my wife for example and then she will be weeks later she's like what is the podcast that you told me that we're talking about this because I talked to someone else and they want to listen to it and I'm like yeah see this is why it's important to know <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, and I get people around my life into podcast shows because of that, because I share something, I'm very enthusiastic enthusiastic about things and I share it and then they get into the conversation and someone is like, I need to listen to that because Gabby did. <laughs> and and I find that kind of funny and interesting at the same time. So you're a bit of a trendsetter. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And look, you're obviously so invested in podcasting, you know, you, you pass the time with it, you're connecting with hosts and other listeners. How would you like to see podcasting as a medium develop? Do you see more for the medium? Are you happy with how it is? How do you think about where it's going? Honestly, so far, I'm fine the way it is right now. Well, the only one thing that scares me a little bit is like all these big companies trying to make some shows exclusively for the platform. And I fear that that's something that is going to continue in some way. Like all these big shows, like they're going to get bought or move to a specific platform. And I see that a lot in a lot of shows that I listen to that they, you can listen to the show. They have ads, of course, because they do. And then they say, oh, if you want to listen to this show with, without ads, subscribe to this platform so you can have the show and you can binge listen to the show instead of waiting for each episode and uh, that scares me a little bit but i don't think like as far as independent shows like people doing their thing i don't think it's going to change much i mean i'm for one that i someone that i would like to have my own not show like my own podcast like my own thing that i can open the computer get my microphone on and just talk about something and just put it out there, even if some just one person listens to it. You've considered doing that? I have. Oh, you have? What can you tell me about that? Actually, during the pandemic, I probably recorded like three or four shows, episodes, and I, I microcast using micro.blog. And it was like I was so bored in my house, <laughs> working from home alone, that I needed to. And literally the show or the episode was like a 10, 15 minute thing. And it was me talking to the phone, walking around the house. And I felt that so nice. Like, I mean, I can do this. Like I, and, and yes, I, I might eat the, the quality wouldn't be as good as a well recorded edited show. Cause to be honest, I probably uh, recorded the same conversation three times before I decided to post it. <laughs> But then again, it was like a 10 minute thing. Like I could, it's easy to recreate. It's not like a two hour show. And still to this day, like I would like to just sit down and do something. Like I feel like whatever creative side of my head is, wants to do something. And, and I would like to put it out there. I would like to record. I would like to talk. I would like to express my something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I feel like I need to create something. 
the same way I, I had this itch for blogging back in the day. Like I I wasn't blogging, I wasn't putting anything out there, I was just writing for myself. And then one day I said, okay, let's just make a blog and put it out there. So same thing with podcasting. Like I would love to just do something. I and then again I haven't figured out exactly what it is, but it's something I would like to do too. Something I would like to be invested on. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up and uh, I'll make sure that I do a bit of a proper search unless you'd like to give the link so we can put them in the show notes. Um, (laughs) That might be interesting to share or see what people think if you're comfortable so people listening can, can find that. So I think that's great that you've brought that in at this point because you've listened to so much and it's good to try if you're willing to do something or produce it. And I'm fascinated by the fact that you said you enjoyed it and did it in your own way. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about or that you'd like to mention about your experience as a listener or producing your own stuff that you'd like to mention? No, just the fact that I I feel like I have this itch to do something and and be part of the podcasting community in some way, even if it's in a very small way, that I have not been able to figure out how I want to do it for sure. I mean, I only, if anything, I've only been like a guest in a show or two but i feel like i'm very talkative like i like to talk to people that's another thing and like, i don't know maybe if i can have someone to talk with on a show or something like that or share something yeah and, and still i'm still figuring trying to figure that out and there's something that hopefully in the next month or so i will get into it and okay this is what i'm gonna do this is gonna be my thing and this is what i'm gonna produce this is what i'm gonna put out and then again it's more for my own enjoyment rather than having an audience i i know there are shows out there that they prefer to have an audience that they need a community and i get it but for me in particular it would be something i just want this uh, it's an itch that i need to scratch and even if it's just one person that listens to it i'll be fine with it I think that's a great attitude because you have to enjoy what you produce for yourself, mm-hmm. even if there isn't an audience to go with it. It has to be for for you first. So I can definitely uh, understand and relate to that. And I hope that this experience, being a guest on really specific stories, has been an enjoyable part of that. Oh no, this is great! I like I I think this microphone that I bought works. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just a matter of like uh, having a setup and uh, like you all leave me alone, get away from the house. I don't want to use the car. <laughs> and uh, my thing, I mean, and then again, it's like maybe it's not that. Maybe it's just me walking. Then again, me walking around the house, just thinking out loud and recording. And if there's kid sounds, but that's what you get. <laughs> Well, look, uh, one of my greatest worries in producing this podcast is the sound of Australian birds in the background, of which I'm sure there are right now. So you sound great to me over the recording at the moment, so I should be the one apologising for any birds that make it in. Oh, no, you just, <laughs> you just, locked, you just locked out because all everyone is sleeping here. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Look, um, this has been a lot of fun, Gabby. Uh, I've been really grateful to hear about your story. If you're comfortable, I think uh, we can bring this conversation to a close. That sounds good to me. I don't think I have anything else to say. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and um, your experience as a listener and now, it seems, a producer. And uh, we'll make sure to include a lot of the things that you said in the show notes. If I can find them, yes. (laughs) 
pressure's on. Thank you so much for taking the time, Gabby. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. This, this was a lot of fun.